Hey, welcome today on Yoga with Melissa. I have a special guest for you. Her name is Stormy and I'm looking it up and I actually only like met you Stormy online last week when, well, last week when we were recording this, it'll be a while after, <laughs> after this goes live, but um, you were a guest on Arcane Panda's uh, page on her YouTube channel. And you were guys were doing um, basically it ended up being a drinking game, which was absolutely hilarious yeah. <laughs> <laughs> called Never Have I Ever um, Tarot, which is like guilty pleasure of mine. And um, I was like, you guys were all so funny. And it was just I don't I don't know when you recorded. I was watching it on a Friday night. So it's probably exactly a week ago now. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. I think it was like a week, week or so ago. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was sort of a. I mean, it was sort of a fun way to spend a Friday night in like lockdown land where, you know, you can't actually go out and spend time with your friends like this anymore. And so it's like, felt like a fun way to spend a night with friends online and watch you guys have fun together. It was, it was a really fun thing. And, and then I was like, who is this stormy girl? So, <laughs> so then I started checking out your videos and um, you have a page where you do lots of different things, um, not just tarot and oracle, but, you know, talk a lot about your own spiritual journey. And what really struck me was your just raw authenticity that really drew me in. So I was like, I got to get this girl on my, on my channel to talk about this because I was like, that girl is authentic and uh, where does she get the courage to do that? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Can I actually start with a really short story? Let's do it. So every year since I think 2017, I have chosen a word for the year and that word is my intention for the year. One word, I boil it all down to one word mm -hmm. and I kind of incorporate my life in a variety of ways, right? So for 2021, my word is authentic. <laughs> And it was so wild to me that like not even a quarter way through the year you reached out and you were like, Hey, but you had an interview about authenticity. And I was like, I can't, I can't make this up. There like, you this That's is fantastic. Wild. <laughs> so that feel like an acknowledgement and an affirmation yes. that you were yes. like, Hey, yes, girl. I'm, validated. You know, I was yeah. like, oh, I'm nailing it. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I don't know like where to um, drop in, but for me, like watching you, you're just, you're, you're complete, you're very transparent. You're very transparent and um, yeah, just you're very willing to speak quite openly about what you go through, uh, but also sort of like open up the curtain about everything that's going on behind your channel. Yeah, too. absolutely. So yeah, I don't I think, know, we want to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, sure. I, I think, first of all, I think authenticity really brings a strong resonance with everybody, right? I think anytime you're being really authentic, it's easily recognized. It's not like you don't need a skill set. You see authenticity very easily, right? Because it it's what connects our spirits. You're like, oh, I see you. It's like you can see somebody when they're being authentic. And it's it's in that, that we have a deep connection. And I think authenticity really breeds connection between humans. And I think that connection between humans breeds compassion. And I think authenticity mm -hmm. really is a fast track to peace and compassion among people. 
because we're so busy wearing our mask and being shrouded in, mm. you know, just bullshit and nonsense. And I'm sorry, I'm trying to not swear on your channel. Like I, 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 know, I know we have a very different kind of. I know I watched on our channel. And I was like, I'm gonna try to take it down a notch. I swear a Actually, like that's one of my questions for you because. I, I'm like, well, is it just that she swears a lot that like, is that one of the things that makes her authentic? I don't well, know. I mean, I think, I think, like I said, I think it just shines through. I am a person who naturally swears a lot. My, when I, the house I grew up in, my mother swears like a sailor. My stepmother swears like a sailor. Like I was raised around profanity. So it's a, na I, like, I learned language that way. Like mm -hmm. that is a natural part of my vocabulary right mm -hmm. so that is the way that I authentically speak if I'm just in my comfort zone if I'm just hanging out with somebody it happens a lot yeah but it's one of those things that has still weirdly taboo in some way even though they're just like sounds my mouth is making <laughs> but we have like triggers like mental triggers because we've been told that those are bad words to say mm -hmm. right so it's not necessarily that I don't think the swearing itself is what makes me feel authentic but I think it's the fact that I am doing what I naturally do and it, you can feel that I'm not trying to swear. I'm not trying not to swear. I'm just speaking and that's just what happens. Yeah, I think it's this interesting thing in the, in sort of spiritual communities where there's this, there is this, at least I've come against it and I've sort of, I've censored myself around swearing purposely that, you know, you know, swearing sort of carries this its own energy or there's some kind of judgment around it or I feel this kind of judgment around it and so then I you know pack it in or, or it's you know in the yoga community there's you know there's the yams and the niyams and the niyams are like tell you how to live and there's purity and you know so purity and thoughts like you know don't even think it let alone speak it <laughs> right and so um yeah, I, I find that, yeah, there is this kind of self-censorship that, that happens. And, um, and yet I find it very refreshing to be in the presence of somebody who, who doesn't censor themselves in that way. I think so. Well, one of the core, like fundamental principles of my perspective and view on, on reality is that we're all conditioned, right? We're conditioned in a countless number of ways. And I think I think that goes without saying, but there's your parental conditioning, your self-conditioning, there's societal conditioning, there's cultural conditioning, there's global conditioning, there's whatever, there's tons of conditioning. And the fact of the matter is, and this is what I always come back to, if you didn't speak English and I swore, it would have no charge, right? Mm -hmm. Because the word is not inherently carrying anything. What it's carrying is the thought form of a bunch of people who decided that that word was bad breaking free from that thought form and recognizing that that is a program that you were told and there's no actual truth in that, that that word can mean whatever you mean it to and, and, actually, and actually can be very liberating. Mm -hmm. Like if you drop an F-bomb, it can really just release a lot of energy when you're mm -hmm. frustrated or mad or happy mm -hmm. or whatever, right? Like that word can have a lot of power. Mm -hmm. You're just conditioned. And I think when you decide that you don't want to adhere by the conditions that you were given, then that's when that word no longer carries that. I don't have that. Like when I hear profanity, I don't have a bell go off in my head. I don't have any of that reaction that triggering. Mm -hmm. Yep, I I agree. And I'm glad we talked about it. I think it's also interesting too that um, you know when we we can kind of stay on this line of conditioning because you um, like you literally 
open up your books and show your um, stats and things. And I, I, when you did that on one of your videos, I was like, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> you know, watching you do that. And I was like, Oh my God, you know, this is another area that I think is kind of, or Tradition. I feel is somewhat taboo, especially in spiritual communities where it's like, Oh, well, we need to give everything freely. And it's as if like, well, I don't know when I go to the grocery store, they still ask me to pay for my groceries. And at the end of the month, I still have to write a check for my rent and everything. Right. Um, And we live in this world where where money is an exchange that we live by. And yet we're sort of living by this double standard where Mm -hmm. we're not really supposed to talk or live by these agreements because we're spiritual right yeah Yeah. money is evil you don't talk about money and money is whatever it controls the whatever but like okay cool uh here's my thing about that i live in a world that is run by money right and i would love for that to not be the case but that is the case right cool Mm -hmm. so i support you i support your message and therefore i would like to support you financially something wrong with that so they're wrong with saying that I need money and that I'm really hoping that the message that I'm carrying can bring me that flow of abundance. There's something wrong with that, right? Mm-hmm. And I think if we can all just come to terms with the fact that we are all in need of money to some extent or another, and that we're trying to also simultaneously follow our passions and do what feels good and try to be the best person that we can. And we're trying to marry all those things together and just say there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> like, yeah. That's totally cool. It's actually, it's way better than than covering up any one of those things, right? Yeah. Trying to act like any one of those things is not happening because that is, again, we're back to inauthenticity. You're now being inauthentic by trying to pretend like that's not what's happening, right? So a lot of times, like on my channel, I will say like, hey, if you buy this, I will get money. And that would be great. Thank you. If you don't want to do that, that's totally cool. But Mm -hmm. that's where it's at. I appreciate it. That's just what I say. Mm Because that's the truth of the matter. And I really appreciate it. That's also very true, right? There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, like, and I'm thinking too about, like, even more so drilling down to being authentic on YouTube, because we're, we've been talking about that, and maybe being in right relationship with our audience, and transparency. Do you want to speak a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. I try really hard. I mean, even, even as little as, sometimes I just don't have anybody to make a video, right? And I've skipped days where I'm like, I'm gonna lay in bed and cry all day, guys. Like, and that's the thing too about, I'm, I'm online making spiritual content. I'm not gonna get online and act like I have it all figured out and that I'm a totally healed person. I'm not gonna namaste you every day in and out mm-hmm. and act like I've got it all figured out. I don't, I'm a human being, I fall apart, I have bad days. Mm-hmm. And I will get online and be like, hey guys, I'm gonna go cry for the next three days. There's no video happening, I'm a mess, okay? I'll let you know when I'm ready. Like, mm-hmm. and I just do that and I'll tweet it and I'll put it on Instagram or I'll just tell them, I mean, I'm, I try to be literally as 100% transparent as possible. And I also feel very safe in that. Like at the end of the day, I feel very safe because at, there's no point where somebody can expose me. You can't, um, there's no one like, what can you come for me for that I didn't already exclaim, right? Mm-hmm. There's, what are you mm-hmm. gonna attack me for? I've already done all the damage. I've made it all, I put it all out there. Like mm-hmm. this is what's happening. Take it or leave it. That's True. what we got going on. Like there's no wit, but you know what I mean, I just try. I just try to be very upfront. I also say pretty regularly, I'm not your guru. Don't believe me if you don't want to. This is just my journey. These are my opinions. Take them or leave them. Feel free to disagree. Go in the comments. Tell me I'm stupid. Cool with that too. Maybe I am wrong. There's a 0% chance that I'm 100% right all the time. 
So inevitably at some point I'm going to be wrong. Feel free to let me know. Like that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that because we're all like learning and just acknowledge that we're all learning and none of us have it really figured out. <laughs> we're all just kind of walking into their home and that's okay. Right. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's really that easy. So how do you think it, you arrived at this point or maybe you haven't arrived at <laughs> being so comfortable with not worrying what other people think through a lot of discomfort <laughs> yeah um I will say here's what I think I think authenticity takes conscious effort practice and the intentional confrontation of your own fears and discomfort right it will not be comfortable at first mm-hmm. but it's always immediately relieving and liberating it's almost like let's say you had a crush on someone right and it's eating you up inside and you're terrified to ask them right because but what if what if what if and the whole idea it's so awkward and so uncomfortable and so vulnerable and whatever and then you do it and that moment your adrenaline is pumping you're sweating everywhere it's terrible it's uncomfortable you wish you weren't doing it and then when it's over it's over and that's, I think, a lot of what it's like. And then when you're done, you're like, okay, well, that's, that's what is it? What it's, it is what it is now. Like, it's handled. And I think it's a lot of just doing that over and over again. And I still have those moments. Like, I just published, <laughs> I published a What is a Starseed video? And I was like, this title is already, it just makes me sound like a nutcase to even mm-hmm. make the video. Mm-hmm. I know that. Mm-hmm. I know there's so much connotations around the subject. The whole subject has been all, like, it's been taken and made into this fluffy, weird thing. It's cult-like, to be honest, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is the title of the video. I don't even know if they can hear me out. And when I pushed publish, it was a moment of like, oh, okay, but we're doing it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're doing it anyways. And so I'm just continuing to do it anyways. And I fully, fully believe and have experienced in a very real way that when you are just authentically you and just genuine, it really attracts everything that is for you. It aligns you with everything that works for you. There's no, like my life is so much less dramatic, chaotic. Like I don't have a lot of confrontation because I'm always right here with everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody in my life who throughout this process who, who maybe did not like the transition that was happening, they're gone now. And yes, that hurt. And yes, yeah. I'm a lot more lonely now, but I also have like, no arguments or problems with people also so like there's that let's talk about that phase a little bit because right now we're talking about the phase where you've gotten through it and it's like you're on the other side of it because I think there is that phase of discomfort (laughs) that you kind of that we've moved past um where um maybe you're establishing um, what is authentic for you that brings up discomfort for others, perhaps, or even discomfort for yourself and coming forward and probably even, um, you know, some failing forward, right? Like falling on your face a few times and sure. <laughs> being clumsy at the beginning. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm sitting here thinking, okay, I'm listening. I'm thinking, well, this sounds all great, but I've tried that. And ooh, like, that was really painful. I had some really bad, um, scuff knees and I'm not so sure. Like, I'm not so sure I want to go through that again. Right. So, um, like 
it can't be all rainbows and unicorns. So here's the thing about authenticity that when, when you asked me for this interview, I knew this is what I was going to talk about. I just didn't know at what point it was going to come up. We have a lot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so you knew I was going to hold your feet. I'm excited about. You knew awesome, I was going to hold great. your feet to the fire and talk about the shadow side. Okay. Yep. There right. we go. So, okay. That'll work. That's really where it's at. Okay. Here's the thing about authenticity. You cannot be your authentic self if you don't even know who you are. And at the present moment, anybody who's not actively healing, actively working on the shadow work, actively dismembering their false ideas, thoughts, and illusions, their conditioning and the programming has no idea who they are and therefore are incapable of being authentic in the first place, right? They're too busy operating out of the same recycled paradigms, triggers, reactions, cycles, and programs that they have done so many times over and over again that they don't even realize that those are not even them, who they are, right? Mm-hmm. So in order to even be authentic, the first thing you have to do is figure out all the things that are not you. It's not about, it's not about finding you. It's about removing what's not you. It's mm-hmm. more of a digging into being like this, mm-hmm. what is, this is garbage. What is all this nonsense? Mm-hmm. Right. And the thing about losing people, the way that I've witnessed it, the way that I've experienced it is it's almost like, so I'll give you an example. There was a friend and we used to just sit around and talk shit all the time, right? Like years ago, that's what we did. We worked together. It was always smack talking, this girl, that girl, whatever, drama, gossip, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. As you begin to heal and learn who you are, you don't see people in such a negative light because you're not seeing yourself in a negative light. You see in others what you see in yourself. Everyone else is just a projection of what you're seeing. So as you begin to love yourself, you begin to love others. And then I don't want to hear that anymore. Or I'm always, what happens is real world example. Someone will say, well, this person, da, 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 And I'll be like, well, maybe that person just, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. No one wants to hear that. No one wants to hear you defend the person they're talking shit about. Mm-hmm. And I'm now always capable of that. I'm always capable of being like, you don't understand what they're going through. You don't know their story. Like that's just a person. They're on a journey. You have no right to judge them. Like that's where I am. And nobody wants to hear that. And people who don't want to hear that, they don't hang out with me anymore. <laughs> Mm-hmm. because I don't want to hear what they have to say. And I always just kind of confront it. I'm always like, yeah, no, I don't think that's necessarily true. I don't want to say this. Like, and so because of that, I'm boring. I'm no one to hang out with. Right. Mm-hmm. No one wants to be here when I'm just going to be like, yeah, I don't really feel like talking shit about that guy. Cause I don't think he did anything wrong. I think it's just two people who are having a disagreement. That's okay. Right. And so it's through this process of uncovering myself, learning to love myself and then learning to love others and having compassion. Right. You dig in, you you understand what's not you. And then you can see what's not someone else as well. Mm-hmm. I see somebody acting out of just reactions and triggers and programming. And I just feel for them. Right. And I'm just like, that's not even them. I know that that's not even them because it's not been me. I've done that. Right. Mm-hmm. And in that process, there's a disresonance that occurs because mm-hmm. if somebody else can't do that, then they're going to project their insecurities onto mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. They're going to decide that you're a lot of things. And there's nothing you can do about that. There's just nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. And that, that person is going to go talk shit about you now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how you changed <laughs> and how you're annoying. And you defended that guy that was definitely bad to me or whatever mm-hmm. the thing is, right? Mm-hmm. And that's just part of the process. And you have to just stand on your feet and know that that's just how it is. And I'll tell you what, throughout doing that, I lost everyone, really. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think I got one person left. I lost them all, really. But... I've also, since I started making these videos and just being authentic, I've accumulated this whole like community of people who do resonate with me 
and who are right here with me. And that is so much more beautiful and valuable to me. But when you shed yourself, you also shed the things in your life that aren't serving you as well. And when you become authentic, you bring in your authenticity and you bring mm -hmm. in things that align. And it's this whole process that occurs in every layer and level of your life. Yeah, it's like an ongoing thing too, right? This shedding and attracting, the, the contracting and expanding, contracting and expanding. Yeah, I'm not healed. I still have shadows for sure. I will continue <laughs> to dig into this. Like I'm not, I do not have my shit together by any means, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's my tangent for the day. That's, that's the part I really wanted to get into. <laughs> <laughs> the shadow, the shadow lands. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially in a spiritual community where we have a real tendency towards love and light and good vibes only. And yeah. So I I guess what like I feel like what you're saying is a big part of authenticity is really being comfortable with and being transparent about your shadow sides then too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um Sometimes you have to admit that you were the bad guy or that you are the bad guy, or that you have been the bad guy. If you think you were never wrong, you're lying to yourself. No one has been right 100% of their life the whole time. You have been the bad guy, period, period, period. Mm -hmm. You've done wrong. You've attributed somewhat to a situation. You've made a situation worse. You've manipulated somebody. You've, we've all done these things. Mm -hmm. And you don't get to stop doing that until you actually acknowledge it. And look at it and go, oh, I, I was a piece of shit, my bad. And then like actually deal with it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I love, I heard somebody say a while ago, just like you have villains in your story, you've been the villain in other people's story. Absolutely. Too. Yeah, there are people who will, until the day I die, tell somebody else what an awful person I am. And I have to also be okay with that. And that's okay. And in their narrative, I was a terrible person. Mm -hmm. Even if in that moment, I thought that what I was doing was right. It doesn't mean that either it was, nor does it mean that it changes their narrative, mm -hmm. right? That's fine. I have to be okay with that. Yeah, that's a tough one though, too. Mm -hmm. I just have to be better tomorrow and forgive myself for the things that I've done wrong, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that we focus on a lot in yoga and one of the things that's really sort of um, front and center right now in the field of yoga, I think, is um, creating the a safe environment, you know. And I think when we're talking about this, um, I'm wondering if you have any ideas of how we can start to remove those layers in a way that feels safe and gentle like it doesn't have to be like that there's baby steps that we can take to go from here to here and it doesn't have to be just like a big like okay here goes the whole mask it can be a sort of gradual unveiling yeah um, because of course it just can't happen all at once right yeah no for sure so I think two things when you start a, a shadow work journey right when you start to unpeel these layers the first thing you want to do is make an agreement with yourself to be your best friend, right? Mm -hmm. And to treat yourself like your best friend, to treat yourself with compassion and understanding and knowing that you are going through a healing process and that process is going to be uncomfortable. Uh, 
there are going to be nights of crying. There's going to be some regret, some shame, all these things. We've all incurred trauma. No one has had like a great life, right? Mm-mm. So we have all these layers and these levels and these, these hardships. They're going to come up and they're going to be uncomfortable. And at times you're going to feel like, the whole world is against you or that you can't make amends to what you've done or that there's no point in even trying or like all these things will happen they'll come up you have to agree to be to pretend like you're your own best friend like you're somebody else like if it was your best friend going through this what would you say to them mm-hmm. say those things to yourself give yourself grace and understanding if you're doing shadow work and you hit a point where you just can't stop crying or being upset it is bubble bath day right you get a bubble <laughs> bath get a bottle of wine you just hang out maybe just cry your bad side it's fine it's okay right like it's honoring the process and honoring where you are and that's okay and just knowing that every step of the process is okay and then additionally I think the gentlest easiest way to go about it is with journaling and the trick Mm -hmm. to that is going to be to know that you have privacy right that's a that's a hard part for some people I understand that you have to have a journal that you know with 100% confidence, no other person is ever going to read. Mm-hmm. If you have to lock it in a safe, you have to lock it in a safe because you need to be able to be 100% open. And if you think somebody else is gonna see it, you're gonna withhold a little bit, subconsciously or not. You're gonna mm-hmm. not wanna write certain things because in the back of your mind, you're gonna be concerned about who reads it or what they think or whatever the thing is, right? Mm-hmm. You've gotta have pen and paper, which I really swear by because it forces you to slow down mm-hmm. and verbalize things instead of just thinking about them abstractly and allowing yourself to get distracted with your thought process. Actually sit with pen and paper and journal out your shadow work in a place that that you know is safe. Your journal has to be safe. You have to figure out a way to make it safe, hide it, lock it. If you don't live alone, whatever the thing is. And then throughout that process, be your best friend. And I think those two things combined will allow you to do so in the most gentle way. It's still gonna be uncomfortable. It's still gonna have those moments, but it will also have real moments of pure liberation where when you watch yourself break a cycle without even having the thought about it, like when you do something different, you break a pattern in Mm -hmm. any other time of your life, you would have done this. And then all of a sudden you do that and you realize you just did something different and you didn't even have to think about it. Mm -hmm. And you recognize that you have officially healed that component and that you are in that way, a different person. You will cry tears of joy, right? It's like, oh, I'm a different person. It's beautiful. So there are ups and downs to it. Mm -hmm. But I do think that when you're healing, when you go through that healing shadow work journey, you will experience higher highs than you ever would had you never done it. Your moments of bliss can be more blissful because you can be true and authentic and free and light. That, that heaviness that so many people carry in their heart, all the stuck pain, you start to remove that. You can breathe easier and you can actually like feel like your spirit is lighter and you can just exist. And, and sometimes I have had moments throughout my process where after a heavy cycle, literally the wind was so nice and the birds chirped so pretty that I just cried for how beautiful that Mm -hmm. moment was Mm -hmm. because it just felt so light after what I had dropped off you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I think that's something you experience only through the process of removing these Mm -hmm. darker aspects and healing these things that were never you in the first place Mm -hmm. yeah I think there's like a greater emotional I often talk about like having a greater emotional range yeah so there's greater joy, but 
and there's greater sorrow and greater anger and great, like it all gets bigger, right? Yeah. It expands. You expand. Everything about you expands. Mm-hmm. Your awareness, your consciousness, your emotions, you just expand. Mm-hmm. It, it's uncomfortable, but also beautiful. And to anybody who hesitates on that, I would say you could do that, or you could just keep doing the same thing you've been doing forever. Which one sounds right. worse? Right. You know? <laughs> and do you think it's possible, like, I'm going to play the skeptic. Do you think it's possible to have this authentic relationship with yourself and authentic expression in the world in, well, particularly in a world uh, where we're showing up on social media in, like we said, we were going to talk about Instagram and, and uh, YouTube, especially for those of us that are creators, you know, and we're showing up in this space where there's there are these certain parameters of that are asking us to, yeah, there are certain parameters around likes and, and ways that are, we are rewarded for our behavior. Let's just be honest about it. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think so I think how, how does authenticity fit into that? Two things. One is a bit more woo-woo and spiritual. So mm-hmm for that one <laughs> the first one though is just that like i said in the beginning i i set an intention for the year for all to be authentic authenticity is my word right there is literally zero reason why an overweight 35 year old person who doesn't really do yoga should be on a yoga person it's true right like 50 <laughs> times larger than me it doesn't make any sense Right? It makes no sense. I've never yeah. done anything like this on this channel. Nothing about this makes sense, but there mm-hmm. was just this authenticity, right? That you saw and you were like, yes. And there's a resonance between us, right? Mm-hmm. There's it, but you only pick up that resonance because I was authentic. And now here I am. That's just how it works. Like it's none of mm-hmm. it. I absolutely get rewarded on YouTube. I, I have right. from 100 to over a thousand followers in the last three months. Yeah, it That's doesn't big. surprise me. Yeah, You're right. But it's because it's just because people are like, I think she's real. I'm gonna keep following the story, and it's mm-hmm. not like I'm an Instagram model. It's not like none, of, nothing. I have none of those things going for me at all. Right? It's not even about that. And that was my biggest insecurity when I started this channel. Was like, I do not have the face and body for this. <laughs> and then I'm just what I'm gonna do it anyways, I guess. And it's it has been. Uh, the response has been great. The other thing is, I believe, this is where it gets a little woo-woo, is I truly believe authenticity is what your spirit came here to do. You have mm. a specific, unique soul expression that you have come here, and that by owning and exhibiting that true soul expression, you then imprint and make the entire world a better place. Each person has their own little way of doing that. And it is through your full expression that you're able to make the greatest impact. I believe that it's each of our divine purposes to actually be in our fullest expression of our soul self. So yes, I think you can do it. I think the entire universe wants you to and will mm-hmm. enable you to do so if you make the intention and try. Hmm. Okay, so maybe a different question is, <laughs> <laughs> to work the system here yeah how do we how do we balance the two so like okay i'm in my fullest expression of my self and i'm bringing my own unique 
personal expression into the world. And uh, I bring that into the, the public space and, and, and computer goes, no, only three people are interested in that kind of topic, right? So um, yeah, I'm thinking like, okay, yeah, I can get into my, I don't know, truest alignment. And You're looking at the numbers, right? The numbers. But what is your yeah. soul impacting? Did right. those three people have a life altering experience? Did you alter them? <laughs> did you, you alter the perception of three people's lives? And what yeah. does that ripple effect have? Exactly. Because you can change one person and that person can change 20 other people. And by that you've changed 21 people. And if you change three people, you may have well changed a hundred. You have literally no idea. Right. And so long as you are being provided for, and that you are finding joy, satisfaction, and gratitude within your life, what has happened there? Or are you getting hung up on a matrix system that doesn't actually measure anything it's of value? so true. It's so true. It's so true. Yeah, I totally get you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my answer to that, sorry. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I got it. Also, you have a ton. Your channel is doing so good. I know, I know, I got to I get I get, uh, I, I gotta be honest. I get caught up in it. I it's, get it. I do. I get I, caught yeah. up. It, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, I've been doing Okay. I'll just have a little wine. I've been doing this so long and, 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 you know, you can, there'll be these outliers that come in and I like way after, and then all of a sudden they'll have a million subscribers and you're like, how did that just happen? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, but then you know, the question that I always go back to for myself is uh, when, like, when I'm in that really great place in myself, it's always like, how do I want to live my day? And the answer is never any different than how I'm actually living my day, which is like, I love writing. I love teaching. I love presenting things. I just, I, I love, I love I really love writing and my, the part that I do is spending a lot of time writing actually. That's so, beautiful. you know, like writing scripts and, and I'm actually, I'm writing the book. And so, you know, like when I actually look at it, would I do anything differently? No. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, so then it's like, it's true, authentic expression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think too, for me, and this is, again, I'm extremely, extremely spiritual person but I think whenever personally whenever I hit a wall or I feel like something's not working or I get dissatisfied in any way a lot of times what I'll do is I will literally just ask for guidance and I just mm-hmm. oftentimes out loud I'll just be like I'm so annoyed please help me like just please mm-hmm. do like just do something mm-hmm. and I just then become aware of signs synchronicities mm-hmm. messages things that are out of the ordinary and just become very aware and attentive and then I allow myself to be informed by my environment. And then I go, okay, cool. And usually in that process, I have the breakthrough that I need. If I don't know what video to make, I will literally grab all of my Oracle decks and I will just pick one, which one feels right. I'll ask for guidance. I will grab whichever deck feels right. I'll open the deck. I'll just throw the, the hearts. So the first one that falls out, I will read that. And within that card, I'll have some information that, that is what will guide me sometimes. Like, I it, love it, that so it, much. I love that so much. Um, And I think that like, yeah, the best content comes that way and the best uh, creation comes that way. And what I hear, like if we just even back up is that 
when we're frustrated, just to be honest with ourselves that we're frustrated. Yeah. (laughs) Just to go like, oh my God, I am so frustrated. I feel so frustrated or like, oh my God, I'm so envious. I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, and in that, like, what is it that I'm envious about? And what's that? What is it that I think I want or don't want that I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, what is that guiding me towards? And just being like, honest with ourselves because that's authenticity too, right? Yeah. I'll tell you what, one more short story that I'd love to share if you don't mind. So the shadow work is something that I always, when I first started my channel, that's what I wanted to really focus on. Right. Mm -hmm. And I just kept pushing it back. Like it just kept not happening and I couldn't really figure out why or what it was, or I wasn't ready yet. And then I recorded the shadow work video. I think it was three times and then just do it in the trash. Right. Mm-hmm. For different reasons. Sometimes in the middle of recording, I would just be like, I don't even, this doesn't, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Like what is happening right now? And it's so weird. Cause I've done so much of it. And then I would go to record it and it just wasn't, it wasn't happening. It wasn't flowing. And, um, and I would just be like, I don't know. And there was one time where I, I promised a date and I was like, shower coming out now. Right. And that day had come and I recorded it, threw it away. It wasn't working. What had happened was in the middle of making that video, a shadow arose. And then an entire like collapse mm. occurred and I lost some relationships and it became a very upsetting week. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is, I can't, every time I touch this video, my life falls apart. Like it was this whole thing yeah. where I was like, why? I want to make shadow work video content so bad. And my, every time I would touch it, my life would fall apart. And it's because... I didn't, there was something I was missing still. And the whole mm-hmm. universe was like, no, 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 no. You don't get to talk about it yet. You, you don't have what you need to make the right content. Like it was mm-hmm. all divinely guided, right? My shadow work content was, in my opinion, I know I'm very spiritual, but that was, it was very divinely guided. And what ended up happening was one night I was sitting here and it was like 11 o'clock at night. The video was supposed to be up the next day. I still hadn't filmed it because I'd already filmed one away and I couldn't get it to work. And I just threw my hands up out loud and was like fine I won't make it what would you like me to do (laughs) I was so mad yeah and then my immediate next thought was watch some Gaia and I was like what you know what cool whatever so I just curled my bed (laughs) I put Gaia on tv I open it up and the video that it suggested was one that I had already watched Mm-hmm. which it never does that it right yeah and the show that you've already seen and I watched it a long time ago I remember liking it but I, I don't remember it really and I was like fine I'll bite that video is the basis of my shadow work content it ended up being the basis of my entire series it was the piece of information that I was missing it was a system upon which to base the entire series and that's where I just instead of forcing the content instead of just trying to be mm-hmm. this person to help you do your shadow work It Mm -hmm. wasn't flowing. It wasn't feeling authentic. I didn't feel like it was happening. And I just gave up and I just allowed it to kind of happen. And then I ended up in my bed laughing, being like, you're crazy. This is wild. Okay. Like, all right, I got it. Thank you. And then I made, and then I have made it since I've made more shadow work, more, more, it's all good now. I feel like it's very common, at least in my own experience that whatever I'm going to teach, I'm usually very much being schooled in it. And Absolutely. yeah, like Lee Harris talks about this too, like whatever we're creating, not to wait to create it because part of the creation process is the, the journey of self-healing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I guess, you know, I don't know if this terminology kind of goes still, but that we're the wounded healers, right? That that's just mm-hmm. part of the process. And 
that what's being birthed through us is um, needed for our own healing as much as it's needed for anybody else's healing. Yeah, and that's I just fully, normal. <laughs> fully believe, but the reason why I am in my personal life, in my personal space, the reason why I'm so able to be so helpful to people, like in my life, people ask me for guidance, they'll ask for help, whatever, whatever the thing is. And I'm very non-judgmental. I think it's because I have been through mm-hmm. a really weird amount of things. Like it's a lifetime mm-hmm. movie, 12 times old. It doesn't even make sense, my life. It's just crazy. And I've kind of been, I mean, I've been uh, a drug addict. I've had guns in my face. There's been gangs. Like, I mean, I've done the whole traditional American scum life, right? I grew up abused. Like I've done, it's, I've been through so much nonsense, right? I've had two exes try to kill me not one two like I did twice (laughs) and I think it's going through all of that kind of stuff that has made me very like I can relate I whatever whatever you got going on yeah I I think I I feel for you it's fine and I and I know that healing is possible I think it's really important though like um like I can sense that when I connect with the person a a teacher somebody who's let's say a teacher, mm-hmm. if they've had a depth of life experience. Yeah. And it gives me a sense of safety because I know if you've been there, then you can hold the space for yeah. me to go through my experience. It's, exactly. there's, there's definitely a felt sense of that. Um, I don't yeah. think you can help anybody heal, but you haven't personally healed. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Period. So, and I think if I, I think in my opinion, because of, because of the way I view my life in the universe, the way I see it is that all of the things I have been through are all the steps that required to prepare me to be the person that I'm becoming, right? To be mm-hmm. a true, to the expression, the, the authentic expression that mm-hmm. I am having mm-hmm. is been curated throughout these experiences to allow me to be able to occupy this particular space and be this expression. Right, I think all of those things are necessary. It's, it's in healing and experiencing all of those things mm-hmm. that gave me the information that I am then authentically expressing to others. Mm-hmm. It was all necessary. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what allows me to help to some degree, right? Yeah, I think it, it lends a, a depth of compassion because there's really a difference, I think, between, well, this interview has kind of gone on a totally different tangent than I expected. But <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I think there's a very different <clears throat> flavor to a, the savior archetype, sort of speak, so to speak, right? To like, I'm going to save you, to I'm going to be with you. I'm going to uh, hold space you. while you save yourself yes <laughs> because Absolutely. I know how hard it is and I've been through a lot too and I can see that you're really suffering so I can be with you you know mm-hmm. I think there's yeah. a really different flavor to that you know I I'm, I'm of the opinion that a healer is not somebody who heals you <laughs> yeah a healer is somebody who shows you how to heal yourself by way of their own healing, right? A healer is just somebody yeah. who healed themselves and can sit with you while you heal yourself. That's really yeah. I, what Yeah, I don't even know. Like, And again, I'm not a fan of labels to begin with. But yeah, I don't even know. Like I'm sort of even like at this point, I don't know, like the pendulum keeps swings and stuff, but I, I really feel like there's 
an underappreciation of space holding in our culture, even now, you know, like that people like you, like you're, you're saying it in kind of in different words, but people do have the innate capacity for, for self-healing and self-care. And if given the right conditions, they're going to do it. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why I see it. I think uh, holding space is really just the ability to allow someone to go through their process without judging them for it. That's what I believe mm-hmm. holding space is. Just allowing them to go through whatever flow they have to go through to process whatever they have to process without holding any judgment for that person, knowing that their process is unique to them and that is okay. That's what it is to hold space. Just to be there and be like, whatever has to happen for you to get you through this is okay. And I accept it and I'm just here. And I'm thinking like to draw it back to our topic, like to be authentic with ourselves means that we have to have the capacity to do that for ourselves, right? To say that, to offer ourselves complete and total acceptance for whatever it is that we're going through. Yep. And when you do that for yourself, that you can do it for somebody else. Right, (laughs) exactly. See, it all came together at the end. Oh, phew. Beautiful. (laughs) Do you have anything you would like to add to that that you would hope we talk about? I have about? so many things. <laughs> we skipped. Okay. You want to skip back? Hopscotch? I, <laughs> um, I, I, the only thing I could really say is um, authenticity. Oh, I actually, yes. I do have one more point I want to make that's really important. Mm-hmm. Authenticity. I think a lot of times in the beginning of, this, of the process, people can confuse a triggered response as an authentic response, right? Mm. It's important to recognize mm-hmm. that if, if, if I'm mad at you and I'm like, you know what, you're trash, Melissa. Mm-hmm. It's probably not an authentic communication. That's just me being an asshole because I'm triggered, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's, a distor- there's a discernment that needs to be made. Authentic communication comes from the heart and it comes from a place of, place of love and peace. If what you're communicating is not coming from a place of love and peace, it's not authentic, it is distorted, it is a trigger, it is a shadow. Yeah, I'm really glad you said that because um, I can't tell you the number of times in my life I've had people say, I just really need to speak my truth. And you know, oh, it's coming yeah, next. Can't, it's can't, can't be good. But, all right. Yeah, what <laughs> okay, cool. Buddy. It's like, oh, this isn't going to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whenever you hear those words, you can just sit back and be like, oh, let's see what shadow you would like to discuss today. <laughs> this is some unhealed shit. I am confident of it. <laughs> Yeah. it's important to to know that real authentic communication and understanding comes from a place of love if you're feeling any other thing than that that's not authenticity that's just some shit you didn't heal yeah i like how you're saying that and yeah, in in this in the yoga sutras too they do uh non-violence is like the first law and then the second one is truth and they're like if like non-violence always trumps truth right <laughs> So yeah, that's good. good. Very good. I like yeah, it. Perfect. Did we miss anything else that you wanted to? I mean, like... this is a topic I could ramble on for literally days. So you're gonna have to stop yeah. me at some point because I could just keep going, honestly. Okay. Um, so I guess like if people want to find you and watch your stuff. Yeah, you there's plenty of shadow work stuff if you want to get started. I have yeah. I, I'm working on that content. And also I think most of my content at some point ends up being, I think I touch it so often in the middle of any other content that I'm making that I'm like, oh, by the way, 
and there's just some something about healing is always kind of dabbled in my my videos honestly I think my viewers are gonna like your your channel like most of my a lot of my students yeah, there will be f-bombs just I want you yeah should. if you don't like that then you're not gonna like her channel <laughs> I did good though I didn't do it on your video I think right so I'm proud of myself yeah yeah but but you know like a lot of my students like we have oracle decks and a few of them dabble in tarot and so if you like all that metaphysical stuff and you're gonna love her That's channel. what I do all day yeah we'll put all our links down yeah. below and make sure to go check her out because I think uh, you're doing great things and you've got beautiful content so thanks so thank much you for having me I super appreciate you yeah it was really great to connect in this way thank you stormy thank you okay